Welcome to You Are The Magic. I'm Alexis Jane, founder and CEO. I help my clients build bulletproof confidence to build the life of their dreams by creating boss babe mindset and strategies that actually work. I believe you are the creator of your own destiny with courage, determination, and deep desire to change your world. Anything is possible. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to You Are The Magic. Today I have a beautiful, beautiful woman who is a human design specialist. Her name is Stephanie Reed, and this is her first ever podcast, which is really super exciting for her and for me because I get to have, I get to pop a cherry on the podcasting scene. So welcome, Stephanie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm amazing. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you here. And before we jumped on um, and started the recording, we got to know each other a little bit. And Stephanie's story is amazing. And what I love about it is I can relate to so many parts of her story. And what I loved about talking to Stephanie is actually, you know what, I'm going to get it, get her to start talking about it. And then we will, we'll jump into all of the goodness. So let's talk about the line in the sand moment where you um everything started to shift and change for you and you started before the line in the sand you started seeing things that you wanted for your life and then something Mm -hmm. shifted and changed for you so what was that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it happened about like the visions and and the desire happened started about a year before i drew the line in the sand doing this inner inner work and then this past year 2020 it was just the year of transformation. It was January and, you know, I was just kind of like enough is enough. Like I always say that in my head, every time I think about it, it's like enough was just enough (laughs) of not going after my dreams, playing small, feeling stuck. I don't like saying being stuck because I feel like it is just kind of an illusion. It's something that we say is, is being stuck. I wasn't, I was feeling it. And I was ready to just shatter it. <laughs> I really love how, you, I love how you, I've never heard someone say feeling stuck opposed to being stuck. Because when you're in that being moment, you're declaring that's what you are. But if you're feeling it, it's something that we can move through and acknowledge that we're feeling stuck. I feel stuck. Well, what can I do to keep, to move me through? Sorry, I really loved that. Mm -hmm. I'm actually Mm -hmm. writing it down if you're listening to this grab a pen and paper and take some notes because I feel there's going to be some golden nuggets in today's call um sorry so you're feeling stuck so I was just feeling stuck and knowing that like because of the work that I had already been doing and it led me up to this place where I was just ready to finally draw the line, go all in, in my life and what I wanted and what I wanted for my children and, um, really started being active in, in playing a role in creating the future and the life that I really wanted. And part of that was getting honest about the relationship that I was in my marriage and 
we both knew (laughs) it was just this unsaid thing. And I think a lot of women, I've actually had a lot of women reach out to me and say the same thing. Yeah, I think he feels it too. It's just not said. And I'm like, say it before it gets, (laughs) before it gets like worse, just say it. I know it's, you know, it was like this thing. It felt like this huge thing on my chest of like knowing that I had to get this out. And once I did, it was like, it wasn't so bad. (laughs) It never Um, is. We create these beautiful stories in our head. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Even going public about the divorce, like six months later, because we had this, well, right when we had pretty much said we were going to get divorced, the pandemic happened. So we were like, (laughs) none of us had like real plans we were on lockdown we're like okay let's just like (laughs) like we've got kids let's make the best of this we'll figure it out um but even then coming public which meant like you know sharing it with with friends and family and just like social media, like just saying it was like a whole nother, like it was really hard to say the word, like almost like I was going to be either judged for it. I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I had this really weird stigma about what divorce really was like, almost like it was like giving up, like you were giving up, like you're weak. (laughs) I can totally relate. I haven't really shared my story too much around. Um, however, I'm also a single mum and gone through separation. And, yeah, I had this stigma that what a single mum is meant to look like and what she does and created this human that didn't even exist. And I knew that that wasn't me, but in my internal representation was that's what other people are judging me on that I'm a single mom and I'm this and I'm that and blah, 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 all this noise. Mm-hmm. And it was, I had created this identity for myself that other people weren't seeing, only I was seeing. And I was playing that role out that wasn't serving me or serving anybody else in my life. So it, I think that's a big thing that happens. I don't know what happens for men because I haven't had a, too many conversations with men in this kind of, in this setting with um, Mm. what they'd feel like being a single parent. I just, I know a lot of women's stories because I am a woman (laughs) and I've spoken to a lot of women around it. And it's interesting how we put that judgment on ourselves when, why do we need to judge ourselves? There's no need for it because nobody else is. Yeah. Nobody cares. Like, and I've heard people say this before, we think that other people care so much about what we're doing, but they really don't. You know. Yep. Yep. It's so true. So true. <laughs> it's crazy. We're so worried about like other people caring, like they're at home thinking about us. No, they're not. They've got their own life. <laughs> <laughs> they got their own shit going on. They've got their own crap that they need to move through themselves or whatever they're doing. They're not sitting at home thinking about. Yeah. but we do it and it's something I don't know where it's come from or how we create these stories um but it's it's something that that happens and so when you're going through your relationship and the line in the sand was drawn and you really understood 
what how you were playing out what the the role that you were playing in the relationship and the role that you're playing for yourself in regards to what a healthy relationship looks like and in regards to your self-worth can you unpack that a little bit more for us um so um sorry so like what i what was the question i'm don't think I got that. It didn't <laughs> register it didn't register <laughs> that's okay I do that all the time. If I don't register, I'm like, can you say it again? I need to close my eyes so I can really concentrate on the question. Yeah. So when you drew the line in the sand in regards to your relationship and before before we jumped on, you're talking about self-worth and healthy relationships. So Mm -hmm. what, what were the actions or what were the things that you started to do to create a better relationship with yourself and with self-worth? Well, I started really like, it was really about the actions that I was going to, like, after I drew that line, the actions I was going to take next was in the name of me loving myself. I'm getting my identity back. I'm becoming who I'm really meant to be. And I'm doing these things because I love and honor myself. And, um, uh, the, I'm trying to think of some of the other things. Like I really just tried to um, do the things that felt good, felt good to me and doing the hard things um, like getting divorced. I, I wanted to make it into this like actual really beautiful thing, this thing that didn't have to be scary and it didn't have to be bad. It's actually, it was a chance for, for him and I to really, um, to value and honor our separate, or like ourselves, like I could focus on me and loving myself and he can go and do the same thing. Like we really kind of wanted to do it differently. We wanted to do divorce differently and kind of change the stigma of it. Of like, no, this really is a, it's an empowering thing. I'm empowering myself and he's also doing the same thing and doing what he needs to do to, to love himself. Um, so uh, some of the other things like, I don't know, affirmations really work like mirror, like mirror work. I really tried to just like say really positive things. I really became, I'm trying to think of what book it really was. And I don't remember now. I've read so many books, but like. It'll come back to you. It's okay. It'll yeah. come through soon. <laughs> I know. So like just really paying attention to what I was telling myself. I really started to understand like, you know, I'm create like I'm creating my own, creating my own identity. Like I can create my own life. Like I'm the creator of it and really getting into like the subconscious things that I was, that I was telling myself before and really rewiring that and really starting to become aware of what I was actually telling myself. So I flipped it and was like, you know, gosh, I'm trying to think of like even the things I would say. It's so crazy because I was thinking about it. I'm like, I don't even like all of the negative chatter. It's just, it's just gone. Like I don't even have to work at it anymore. It's just gone. And it's, it's so nice to like get to that point of like, you know, not having to like actively like catch yourself going down like a spiral in your head. Um, 
but it starts with really honoring where you're at, giving, you know, being kind to yourself, honoring the things that you used to believe and, and, and giving your, and forgiving yourself first. I think that's huge. Like the, that's huge really, forgiveness. Yeah. Forgiving yourself, like to, in order to really get your self-worth and your love and love yourself back, it's forgiving your actions from the past and forgiving the things that you used to tell yourself and moving forward. Yeah, I love that. It's so beautiful. And one thing that I really loved when earlier was um, you and your ex-husband were growing at different paces and weren't aligning. And what I loved is that you're both amazing humans that just have grown apart and there was no what I'm feeling and what I got from it. There's no animosity, animosity, anger, whatever they may have been, but where you are now, it, it feels really beautiful that, you know, the two of you were just on different levels and both made a conscious decision. And like you said before, you wanted to do divorce differently to what the stigma is. And I find that really beautiful. And how does HD really play a part in all of this? And what are the things that you've learned from going into human design? Yeah, so I really got into human design, um, I think it was June, May or June, I really started to study it, I, I came in, like when I get a hold of something new, I just dive re- like all the way in, so I'm a, I'm a level, I'm certified at level two, there's four levels um, with this program, I know all of the stuff, I just haven't like taken the certification to get the third one yet, but what it's done is it's really giving me clarity on like, and it's given me answers to like why I make decisions the way that I do and why things don't always like, you know, I can't go out there and push. I used to look at myself and be like, what's wrong with me? And I think a lot of women do that too, because we're taught to like hustle and push and make things happen. And for some of us, we get to this point where we're still not seen. Nobody's seeing us and we're really bitter about it. (laughs) We're really bitter about nobody's still paying attention. I've done everything you told me to do. I'm checking all the boxes, (laughs) except there's some, there's a, there's an energetic part that's really missing. And so human design, um, so it's astrology, it's the chakra system, it's quantum physics, like it's all of these things kind of combined and it takes all of your birth information and gives you this blueprint and it shows you where your conditioning is and how you make decisions. And so um, for some of us, <laughs> me, <laughs> um, you don't always have the sustainable energy that other people do. and so you know, energetically, if you're just not there, things aren't going to happen as easy and gracefully as they could. I really do think that it's in their uniqueness. Everybody has this unique life and soul story and, and path and um, different. It, it's in their uniqueness that like, gets us to to actually make the impact and change the world and change the lives of other people. And, and that's what I, that's what I love to embrace. I've always been one to like 
be with the, like understand different people. You know, there's always like, um, these people, like my group of friends would be like, Ooh, that person's weird. But I always like vibed with that weird, that weird person. Cause it's like, I, I think like on maybe like a soul level, I just knew it's, it's in our weirdness. It's in our uniqueness that we really get to stand out and carve this path. And so working on letting go of these conditions that we have to do things all the same way. Um, it's really helped me just embrace who I am and then also be able to help others do the same. Yeah. So true. And one thing that you said that really kind of hit home for me, and it's something that I um, have done in the past as well, is I'm doing all the things and no one's seeing me. I'm not being seen. And blah, 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 blah. Poor me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to take a look at myself and say, well, where am I not seeing myself? Where in my world am I not looking at me and seeing all of me? Because if I can't see all of me, how can somebody else see all of me? How can the rest mm. of the world see all of me? And then doing more of the work and I'm like, I just continue doing more of the work and I'm still not being seen and I'm still kind of starting to see myself but kind of not starting to see myself. And then the noise starts again. So then it's like I need to do more work because now I've got the noise and it's just... And the one thing I love about human design is, like you said, you actually get a really beautiful understanding of who you truly deeply are from the astrology, from your chakras, from all of the things. And when you start uncovering and unpicking all of that, and if anyone hasn't had a human design, come and see this lady because she'll be able to help you out with understanding who you truly deeply are on, on a soul level on things that, she'll be able to pick up that you have net or that you go, Oh my God, how did you know that about me? And start unpicking and peeling it back so that you can crack open and start seeing who you truly deeply are as well. Um, this is for the listeners. And so what, I know you were talking about a book before that you couldn't remember the name of what would be a book or a quote or something that you go back to continually to, if you're feeling like you've, you've kind of fallen off the track a little bit and you need to jump back on. Um, so Gabby Bernstein's books, I actually just read the universe has your back for the second time. And every time I flip that page, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like (laughs) this is exactly what I needed to hear right now. (laughs) Like, yes, I am supported. I like get back into, um, into my trust. If I kind of lose, if my fear starts kicking in and things aren't happening in my timeline. (laughs) (laughs) It's not on your timeline, my darling. It's on the universe's timeline. (laughs) And it's just the best reminder of like, so is chill out. (laughs) It's all happening the way that it needs to happening when it needs to happen. You're where you're at because you're supposed to be where you're at. So just relax. And so I just wanted to stop you for a second. I've just looked at the time and it's one, two, three, four <gasps> over here. And we're talking about trust alignment and the universe has you back. So yes. Hey. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you universe. I get it. Talking about the universe. This is totally off track. I was on a phone call earlier and I was saying how my grandfather speaks to me, but it's a ringing sound in my nose and I'm, I'm tuning in and learning how to understand what he's actually saying and the messages and the guidance. Mm. And as I was talking about the guidance and the ringing noise, the, co- the lady that I was talking to 
her fire alarm started to go off or started to beep. I was like, oh my goodness, are you for real? That's like my grandfather going, hey, yeah, I am here. I'm listening to you. You're just not listening to me enough. And I'm like, I can't understand Mm. what you're saying. (laughs) I'm learning. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. So I just wanted, I know that was a little bit off track, but I looked at the time and I was like, oh, it's one, two, three, four. And we're talking about trust and alignment and trusting the universe. And the universe Mm -hmm. always has our back in every single moment. And the universe only ever says yes. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's it's what we want or we don't want. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just about like getting out of the way, like get out of the way and trust. (laughs) Yes. 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 So that's the book. And what's a quote that you love that you come back to? Um, I, you know, I have an open, <laughs> I have it written down right here. Let me get it. I have an open head in Ajna. I don't remember. Jack. Um, I trust in my connection to the universe and I have faith. I am being guided. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. I have um, Miriam Williamson's. Oh, I've lost it. Our deepest fear. Our what deepest, Marianne Williamson, Our Deepest Fear. It's a poem and there's like there's oh, okay. snippets of the poem. It's our deepest fear is that we are not inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Ooh. It like gets me every time. Whenever I open, uh, whenever I do a, um, if I'm standing up and doing something at a networking event or I'm speeching or presenting, speeching, that's good English, or presenting. <laughs> <laughs> I open with that poem because it is so divine and delicious. Yes. Yes, it makes sense because, like, if you actually believed that, then you'd have to do the, like, do the work and start moving. You can't sit in inaction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's written The Course of Miracles, which I have oh. not yet studied but it keeps coming back into my experience, but it hasn't come back for a while. The book that I've just bought, which has been slapping me across the face in every moment for three months, I'm like, okay, I get it. I need to go get it, is Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell someone, I think. Um, It's at the bookshop. I need to go pick it up. Um, And, yes, that's one of the books that I really want, and that's talking all about identity and the inner work and shining your light and understanding more of who you are. Um, So that's something that I want to jump into and start reading. So as we're closing down the interview, this has been seriously so much fun. And before we jumped on the call, I don't know if I told you, I had some energy shifting and moving. So when we're in our pre-conversation, I was yawning and I was burping and there was so much stuff going on. And now I am like live and bubbly and delicious and amazing and what, how do people get in contact with you? So what are the things that you've got? Um, so I don't have a website up, but I do have, you can come, you can go to my Facebook at Stephanie Reed. Um, I'm also on Instagram, Stephanie Reed under like the little underscore HD. Um, I also have a business page, Stephanie Reed as well. So those are the ones you can get and contact me and just send me a DM. Perfect. So everything's going to be in the show notes anyway. So 
you can okay. get that or you can re- rewind. I was going to say refer. <laughs> you can go back and listen to this again and again and again and again and again. I have had so much fun. Thank you so much. And I'm so happy and I feel so blessed and grateful that you, this was your first ever podcast. Yes. Yes. And it's so funny because I like just set the intention. I'm like, I want to be on podcasts. I was like refocusing on things that I was going to do. I'm like, I want to be on podcasts. And then I saw your singing. I'm like, I'm going to take this as an invite because my, my design <laughs> strategy is like invitations. I need to be invited to things. I'm like, this is my invite. I love that you've just said that and this is why I love doing what I do and I love where the direction of this goes and why it's not scripted with the questions and all of the things and it's fun and it's whatever yesterday I was in tears with my client or with my client with my the person that I was interviewing she just hit a heartstring and I was about to close it off and then this question intuitively came through and you said you like to be invited. So those of you out there in business listening to this, if you're not getting the clients that you want to be getting, it's because you're not inviting them to the party. You may be inviting a select few, but you're not inviting everyone to your party. So always be inviting people to come into your experience, whether it's to come in as a client, whether it's to come in as a friend, a connection, a networking, a collaboration. Invite people into your space. Invite people into your world. If you're not being seen, you feel like you're not being seen, start seeing other people. Start seeing them more and putting the focus on them and then you'll start seeing yourself more. Then you'll start feeling better about yourself. So always shift it and put it onto somebody else if you're... And always ask yourself that question around this is not happening to me or, you know, the universe is not supporting me or whatever that looks like. Ask yourself, switch the question around. Where am I not doing that within myself? Where am I not showing up as that person that I would like to be? And this has kind of gone somewhere where I wasn't expecting it to go, um, which it always, which always happens. So yeah. I love that you said that I invited you into my world and I don't know how long we've been connected on Facebook for. However, I'm so glad that we have been connected and you and I invited you into my world and it's all about the invitation because you don't want to be that little kid that's left out at school and not invited to the party. So why are you allowing other people to feel like that? Invite people to your party. Yes, there's like 20% of us that need to be invited. (laughs) I think there's a lot more than 20%. Really? Well, and for human design... I don't know. How much do you know about human? I didn't I didn't uh, ask you. I, I know a little bit about it. Um, I know a little bit about it. And yeah. I have, I've done my chart and things. I've had someone okay. read me my chart. However, uh-huh. it was a long time ago and I'd probably like to have it done again. Sometimes. Yeah. So in like human design terms, projectors, there's like 20% of us who literally need to be invited into things I mean, there's um, like projectors, they need to respond. So there's always inviting to be done, but we need the invitation. (laughs) Yes, I totally get it. Totally get it. Totally get it. Today's been amazing. So much fun. Thank you so much for being here. And I can't wait to have this out to the rest of the world and for people to come and connect with you and come and have a human design reading with you. Yes, yes, I'm so excited. This is amazing. All right, awesome. Thanks, darling. Bye. Bye. 
We have come to the end of another epic interview. If you would like to see more of what I am up to, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's connect. Because I love gifting people who are dedicated to their transformation, when you like and tag me in an episode at the end of every week, I choose one lucky listener to have a free session with myself or one of my guests. Thank you again for tuning in. I am Alexis Jane. Remember, you are the magic. <laughs>